Oh, trendsetters, welcome to episode 448 of the Trendsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, it's nice and simple. All you got to do is jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Why, there you should be a better friend to yourself and click on the little articles tab up on top there and have a look at the few little articles I've been posting in the last week. Um, Chris McCormack's 2010 Ironman program, I posted that last week. Cadell Evans training um Block. I put that on there last week as well. For, and yesterday, I posted Doctor Doctor Ferrari's training philosophies. Um, and hopefully, I'll either do it this week or next week. I've got a little bit more work to do. But Brett Sutton's ten-day training block that he gives his um, pro athletes. I'll, I'll just got a tiny little bit more to do on it, and and I'll I'll post it. So yeah. Be a better friend to yourself and just jump on that and have, have a look how the best in the world do do crap. And, and then go flick through. I've, you know, I've got Freddie Van Leers. I've got um, Luke McKenzie's programs. I've got uh, Marco Albert's programs on there. I've, uh, Cameron Worth's Ironman programs on there. Um, key sessions from Tim Kerrison's. Um, you've got all sorts of good stuff on there at the moment. So I'm, I'm really enjoying do, doing changing the website to doing this sort of stuff. Um, when I had you know for years, and I've deleted most of my articles, but for years I'd be just picking a, a topic and I'd just start writing about, it. and it's kind of what everyone does, and you get lost in the lost in the system. But since I've been changing to doing this I'm, I'm i'm i get a lot more personal satisfaction out of it it's all about me and my satisfaction ah, anyway did you guys have a good christmas it's um bloody feels like june it does not feel like christmas i um i was a bit ripped off over christmas so we went to um low head again the wife thought it was a great idea maybe i didn't complain enough last time we went to low head but anyway we went to low head and it's a beautiful little spot but it's just boring it's just a big lighthouse and there's a house uh, a big house next to the lighthouse and we stayed in that and um but i, I woke up um we, we well, I had planned to do my long run the Boxing Day, and I thought I'll wake up and take off at six a.m. But anyway, I, w- I woke up a lot sooner, and the sun was getting pretty close to rising. I thought, bugger, I'll get up and I'll walk down to where the penguins, because where it is, the penguins come at sunset and they leave at sunrise. So I thought I'll go down and watch the penguins take off, and I start rolling down. It's all padlocked, because you know, six months ago or so. People tried stealing penguins. I have no idea what you're going to do with a penguin, but people tried stealing them. So they, it's all fenced off and padlocked, but and they only open it at certain times. But yeah, you don't can't just watch them waddle out into the ocean anymore. So I was a bit disappointed. So I just started off started my long run early. But anyway, yeah, but it, New Year's about to hit. It's just you know crazy. This year's gone way too fast. So yeah. Anyway, um, today's question, yeah. If you guys have any questions, make sure you go and jump on through to the website. Now, this question comes from Stephen, who I actually coach, and he sent me this um, email asking, and Stephen's a good person to, um, he, he takes advantage of having a coach. He asks questions. 
And if you if you have a coach, you should be doing exactly this. I come up with a questions and ask them, send them, harass them all the time with different questions, different theories. They're there to bounce ideas off. So um, uh, I wish more of my athletes would do this. Um, you know, just bounce ideas off us, and we all learn that way. But he, he Stephen's good. He has um, comes up with random questions and asks me about it, and so I so I answered him via email and then i said to him this is a good question i'm going to actually answer this also on the podcast in in so we you know have we can all learn from you know talk about it bounce ideas off the you know off the microphone and i said i'll do that tonight well that was 12 days ago i've just been just flat out flat chat with all this and my time's limited and uh, and Eddie I thought oh you know tonight I'll have time to do the podcast and then the kids are home I don't like to, doing the podcast when family's home because they're just going to be uh, you know just, just annoying but anyway and you're just going to be hearing kids fighting in the background which probably might be more entertaining but anyway Stephen writes um how to um how do I improve my running time without getting injured as athletic as I am, even outside of triathlons and in shape, there are so many people that that run faster than me. I am so sick of it. What are one to two things I can work on to improve my speed for long distance? So it is a good question because it, it's... Um, there's so many in the in in this boat. We get off the bike and we start running, and you see these people, you know, their nasal breathing just flying past, and you're thinking, man, I'm I'm pushing it here, and this person looks like he's having a beach holiday, flying past me. Oh. But um, the the main thing for I will answer this more in roundabout generic terms, but directly to Steve, I'd say just stick with the program. But we'll get you there. <laughs> that, that would be the easiest, quickest answer for Steve itself. But I wanted to answer this more on the podcast because it, it is applicable to a lot of people. Now, the goal... Now, you, uh, you're going to hear me say this many times. You've heard me say this many times in the past where, you, you know, you've got to get the volume in and through the volume you get your recovery in. And once you get those two things right, you then add intensity. Now... If you look, um, you, you've got to have that goal and you've got to reverse engineer that goal. So let's just say um, you want to run, you want to do, uh, I don't know, a, t- a 10 and a half hour marathon. Sorry, a 10 and a half hour Ironman. And you work out what a realistic swim time, what a realistic bike time would be, and what's a realistic run time. And, and then you pencil all that in. And you go, right realistically i should be able to do a, a three and a half hour marathon that's five minute k pace for, for maybe four minutes 55 k pace because you want to walk aid stations every two kilometers so you've got a, a principle of what pace you need to to run at to hit this goal and so you can start working your way back from there or yeah and in the long run, so let's say one, four, five weeks out from your marathon, the goal would be to run roughly around 80%, so about 80% of the marathon at the goal, 
I don't like saying goal pace, but um, because running on pace is 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 hard for a lot of people. Do for a lot of places. For for instance, um, you got hills. You've got it's it becomes real real messy. But this is why I like running power meters, stride power meters. There, you just. Um, for for instance, for me, for for me to run a three hour, three and a half hour marathon, I've just got to sit at two hundred and seventy watts. That's all I have to do, and so I can do that. I can replicate that in training. I can um, run a well. I ran up Mount Burrow three weeks ago. I think it was two, three weeks ago, and I ran up at two hundred and seventy watts. That's uh, um. The exact same power I needed would need if I ran a three and a half hour marathon, and so you, if you had a stride power meter, and, and I, and I must say I, I recommend stride power meters, and, and fair enough, that's really the only experience I have with, with running power meters is stride, but I really really like what they they do. Um, you can say right. If, Four five weeks out from from your Ironman, I'm going to run. Let's say you've got the same running power as me. Run at 270 watts for what 32 k's, and you should be able to comfortable and should be able to comfortably do that and walk. Maybe we do 10 20 walking steps every two kilometers to, and that's when you take on fluids and gels and all that. Whatever your nutrition plan is, and then you can start working your way back for, further from there. So, right to be be for me to be able to run that thirty-two kilometers at five-minute k pace or two hundred and seventy watts, how do I need to get there? And then you can start adding intervals, um, efforts in your long run. Right now, how am I going to make that more efficient? Now, on the let's say Tuesday's track sessions, right. Leading into that, I'm going to be needing to do two um, k, three k, five k, you know, eight hundred meter efforts at x amount of watts. Let's say you're doing, um, th- I don't know, three times three k's at three hundred watts on on the on the track as part of the lead up to it, and then you can go further back six months. Where what are you going to be doing? Right, you're going to be doing maybe. 15 times 400 meters at 340 watts so um it's almost like a, a reverse periodization almost so you start you, you um work your way back even more so let, let's say you want a really good time and i'm and i'm jumping here so i do apologize so let's say you give yourself 12 month period to put on a clinic <laughs> put on a master clinic for your race where people just going, crack! You had no idea you could do that. So you, you'd say, let's say you put on three solid months, four solid months of aerobic training. Just let's say it's math training, just low heart rate training, putting the miles in, adding drills into your runs um, twice a week or so, maybe finishing off with a couple of strides at the end of those. And then you can just start from, you know, six, seven months out, eight months out. Um, start doing shorter intervals. 
um, starting off low in low intensity because you're going from that aerobic base, you know, building that aerobic miles. Um, shorter, not high, high intense efforts, but just short, faster efforts. Let's say they're a little bit faster than race power, race effort, race heart rate, whatever you're going off. And, and you can just slowly bring them, and then all of a sudden, six months out, you can start really increasing the intensity with short efforts. So by the time you get to um, 12 weeks out, those short, fast intervals are becoming longer, and the intensity drops down a little. So in that last 12 weeks, you're spending a lot of time at or just above or just under, depending on the length of the interval, at around race pace, race effort. And so come race day, it's just going to, you know, I've said it before, it's just going to feel like a beach holiday. <laughs> I'm sure race day feels like beach holiday, especially during Ironman. Um, so it's it's a matter of grabbing, grabbing your goal and just reverse engineering, working your way back. And then you've also got, you know, you've also got to look at bike, um, bike plays a huge part in having a good run. Now, it's not if you're planning to run a three and a half hour marathon, for instance, and you're gonna do a, a, a five hour, five and a half hour bike, um, but you're only training six hours a, a week on the bike, that marathon's either going to be just a death march and most likely it's not going to happen or you're just mentally going to just push your way through it so you need to become really fit a lot fitter on the bike so you almost become a cyclist who's able to run five minute k pace off the bike um so you gotta gotta really factor all that in so you then you have to lift up your bike volume and then really focus on strength on the bike so you can get off that bike feeling really really fresh or as fresh as humanly possible so you can put in that really good run time so um so there's no one particular easy answer it's just a matter of grabbing that goal reverse engineering it and and just slowly working your way back but uh, but core strength is very, is very um big just strength sessions um regular being very very consistent with your running um core strength work is is huge normal strength work is huge adding plyo work um in strategic spots is is very beneficial um I do really recommend for people that really either have never nailed a good run before or their pacing's always a little off, they take off like a bat out of hell because they feel amazing off the bike for that first few Ks and then all of a sudden they got that straight-legged death march towards the end of the end of their race or I, I re- if your budget allows it, I really recommend getting a, a stride power meter. I, I just what you can do on it's just really, really good. And if you can find a, a good weekend running group that that you could that do their long runs, it's so so nice, so beneficial. Um, it's worth its weight in gold. It's as long as you get a good group that's in in your development stage
that. I hope that helps. I hope everyone else has a great Christmas, had a great Christmas break, having a great New Year's. And if you have any questions, jump on through to the website and check out those articles, trainsmove.com. Until next episode, hooroo.